dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. And I'm doing sort of well. It's a weird, weird weekend, but, you know, those happen every once in a while. And I've got stuff to look forward to. Not this week or next week. I've got my doctor's appointment. Oh, boy. And hopefully we'll have a game tonight. I don't know if we will or not. So we will find out. And if we do, we'll I'll let you know. I'm probably going to end up running some Savage Worlds or something like that. I'm sort of... Me, I feel like I'm like kind of treading... Treading water. The whole group is like treading water, waiting for the stars to actually waiting for Gage to join us. <laughs> Not only that, but it just it kind of you know families kind of throw you off a little life and all that. You know, I I complained about it a little to my friends. I said, "Well, that's life. You know, that's what happens." I said, "I know that. That doesn't mean it's not frustrating." So, you know, it doesn't sound like, you know, I'm trying to complain. I mean, well, I am complaining, but I mean, you know, you got to let it out. You got to let the frustration out sometimes. That, that's my philosophy. Yes, I feel like sometimes I'm throwing stones at a glass house. You know, I got a glass house and somebody's throwing stones. I'm throwing stones. And, you know, I, I feel like maybe I'm a little hypocritical sometimes, but, you know, I come at it honestly. And we'll talk more about this after this. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, well, that was an awkward segment. That was an awkward seg. But you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes things just get to you, whether it's justified or not. And most of the time, you just deal with it. But then every once in a while, you just, it's just tension that builds up. But anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about genres, role-playing genres. Have you ever found the impossible genre, just one you just can't nail as a game master? Either that or you're just not interested in it. I've had game systems where they want to be game systems, but they're not quite game systems. That's the rules part of it. And what you could do to make it a complete system, if you wanted to. Me, it's like, why bother? But I'm talking about genres like, there are certain genres you just can't nail. Because of one reason or another. For instance, I love a good Western. I've yet to run a good Western campaign, whether it's Deadlands or Tall Tales or Aces and Eights or anything like that. I don't know. I just cannot, I just cannot do that kind of, uh, for some reason, for some reason, I should watch more Westerns because they run out of ideas. And the, it just does not come alive to me for some reason. Maybe I'm doing something wrong, but I, I, I'm not sure. And then there's other reasons, too, like Call of Cthulhu. I love Call of Cthulhu. 
You know, I played it many times. I've ran it many times. But what I've run is out of the books. The adventure is out of the books because I found it impossible for me to come up with scenarios for some reason. I don't know. Maybe you just don't have it in me. But I try and sit down and figure it out, and it, nothing ha- nothing happens. Nothing happens. Another one is war, war, war stories. There's some war role playing games out there that I just that is more like lack of interest. I'm just not into that kind of stuff. I find it. I find some of the things intriguing about it. You know, like small squads going to do stuff, like the Dirty Dozen or something like that. But I just. You know, it, it it does nothing for me, and if people ask me to run something I'm just not into, I just can't. Like like I said, Blades in the Dark might be a fun might be fun to play in, but the system kind of confuses me. And but it's got some really good ideas, really good ideas. I mean, it's just the, the I could when I said I'd rather play in it than I can't run it, but I play in it. I'd probably play in it for maybe a short campaign or a couple of games, but that's about it. It'd be one of those, let's play this while we're waiting to do this other game type of thing. It's one of those change of pace games because I, the, the scenario, the, the setting and the, the genre just don't, it doesn't click with me on a long-term basis. I can play it for a while. It's like World of Darkness, you know. The same thing with Vampire the World of Darkness. World of Darkness did nothing for me. All I saw was politics and angst, and it just wasn't interesting. I like action. I like adventure and things like that. You know, pulp really resonates with me, and it was almost like World of Darkness was anti-pulp. And I don't know if they ever got sparkly vampires in there, but I hope they didn't. Anyway... Didn't do it. Uh, another thing, sci-fi. Sci-fi does. I can run it. I I've run a good Star Wars game, but it's not something I do all the time. And, you know, there's just those genres that just do not click with you. And I don't know if you've ever had to run them. If you had a group say, "We want to play this," and I would say, "Well, I'm not going to run that." Somebody else will have to run, and they usually do. And then I play, and it's it's a good time, you know. But I. Unfortunately, uh, to me, uh, my idea is that every group should have more than one game master. I mean, right now we have two game masters in the money game, me and Carlos. And Carlos is a top-notch game master. He really is. He can run something that is a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of fun. He did it with 5e. He's doing it with Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. And I just get a blast playing with that game. I just I just have a blast, whatever he's running. And then it's my turn behind the screen. And I'm hoping my players having enough fun, too. I try to give them enough story and enough action so they'll be fun. And they seem to enjoy it. I mean, I'm not going to, you know... I'm one of those people who have a hard time taking compliments because I don't know how to react to it. I mean, yes, I want to say thank you, but I feel like I should, you know, be more more touched or something. I don't know. But, you know, I, if somebody compliments me, I always say thank you. I appreciate it or something like that. But I always feel like I should do a little more. And, you know, that's that's why I have trouble with compliments. And they've complimented me many, many, many times. I can't even count on two fin- two hands and two, and two sets of toes how many times they've complimented me. So I know they enjoy the games. 
But like I said, groups should have more than one game master. It really should. If you got one guy, they rely on all the time. The Sunday game that my grandson Gage plays, this 5e game, that has three game masters. Now two, one of the guys just left, but I'm sure another one will pop up. Anyway, so, you know, there's just, what genres do you, do, just do not click with you? And anything that has to do like Cyberpunk or Shadowrun, that doesn't click with me either. But what, what about you? Let me know. You know, talk to me. You can get me, get, drop me an email at oldmangrognardgmail.com or you can voicemail me on, do a voice message on Anchor. And we are also monetized, like the way I segged into that. The way I segged into that. <laughs> uh, we also are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And thank you again, Donna, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, the aforementioned Carlos, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Jonathan Brodell, and the big John Allen Large. And don't forget to listen to the Jung Grognar, Y-U-N-G Grognar podcast. That is Dan Gregg's, po- that is Dan Gregg's podcast. And don't forget also to listen to Mark C. Walrings, The Yawning Albert, and Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries. Those two are at anchor. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.